I've mentioned it to my family, but in terms of telling people like, oh yeah, we're doing this, I'm looking for projects. You got anything, yeah. I'm, I'm not there yet because it scares the out of me. Dreaming of launching your own architecture firm? Well, well, buckle up for a wild ride with Emerging, the podcast that shares what it's really like to start an architecture firm. Where do we begin? We don't even know what type of business to formalize as. Is it an LLC? Is it an LLP? Like how are taxes? I mean, the list is astronomical. Season one featured founders Jeffrey, Lexi, and Chris, owners of Level Studio Architecture, are your fearless guides on this unfiltered journey from napkin sketches to a thriving studio. One evening, stumbled into one last dive, we sat at the bar and pondered our postgraduate futures. Amidst the conversation, a napkin became the canvas for our aspirations, sketching plans and milestones, sealing our heartfelt commitment and shared dreams. In drawing down dreams on a napkin collectively, that (laughs) then, you know, in your head, you've rooted like, oh, I'm connected to these people, like long term. The process of starting an architecture practice brims with excitement and challenges, demanding meticulous planning, flawless execution, and unyielding resilience. I kind of hate the term because it's so overly used, but I think everybody knows imposter syndrome. And I think it's, it's so real to this day. I, I I don't know if it's with everybody, but with me, I'm always questioning like us, can we do this? Are we ready to do this? Are we prepared? Can we do it? Did we just decide a name? (laughs) We did it guys. One that came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. I liked it. I saw it. Ready to turn your aspirations into reality? Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success. Hello, my name is Demetrius. This is Jason. Wordle. And you are listening to Spaces Podcast Express. Coming back again Thursday. Jason is in the airport again. Last minute, last minute flight out. So Jason, the last, so we post, we published our episode on COVID on Tuesday, and a few hours afterwards, end up in California getting orders that basically going back a few phases. So, so the chaos of COVID continues. So I figure we just kind of continue that conversation. I know you're flying out today. Does this flight have anything to do with COVID or is this just something completely separate? Yeah, I don't I don't think you can draw, you know, like a straight dot to dot scenario for it. But ultimately, um, there's trade complications because we're continuing to have issues with, you know, the minute somebody's fever spikes up, which could be a common cold or whatever the deal is, everything shuts down. And then builders are coming in fogging a whole community and doing all these kind of things. So ultimately, we are having, you know, continued issues with that type of stuff. So anytime there's an op- opportunity to get something moved up, which is what I'm dealing with, and keep things rolling on a time frame, the builders are doing that. And kind of, you know, so schedules are changing on a pretty rapid pace um, and pretty frequently these days because everybody's just literally trying to make the best of what they have. So this is basically part of that last second deal, run up there, get some stuff done, Um you know, make the most of it that I can and then get back. So, and to be honest with you, traveling sucks because you go up and especially on spending a night, 
there's nowhere to go. You know what I mean? You can't even go and get food and sit inside a restaurant. You're like literally sitting on the back of a car right now. I mean, it's like I'm back in high school all over again, except not having any of the fun. So, um, and mentally, yes, I know I probably really haven't gotten out of there, but so it's, it's, it's definitely a continued issue for sure. And we're even dealing with in our plant mandatory masks, maybe again, all these other kind of things we got to deal with. It's just, everybody's so running, so scared, it, you know, it's just not such a rational time, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's frustrating because, in my opinion, it was just mismanaged from the get go. And if things worked out a little bit differently, maybe this would be different right now. Um, but you got to deal with what you got to deal with um, the way it is now. And I don't know. Hopefully, somebody steps up to put some some real plans together to get get out of this um, sooner rather than later. Well, let's be, let's be real though, right? I mean, everybody wants this and I'm not picking on you. A lot of people have said mismanaged a million times. You've got all these different experts that continue to sit here and tell you, this is how you need to do it. This is how you need to do it. And the next day, this is how you need to do it and whatever. You know what I mean? I don't think anybody really knows. The only thing that we're finding out here recently is that there's no cure, clearly still. Mm -hmm. You can't get herd immunization, right? Mm -hmm. So no matter what, if you wait inside, like everybody's like, just go back inside and wear a mask. The whole point of what we're hearing right now is the minute you step back outside, the numbers are going to spike and you're going to get it. And there's nothing you can do about it. So the last thing we need to do right now, opinion, my opinion is not fact. And I think a lot of people forget that these days, your opinion is not fact. Mm -hmm. But in my opinion, if there's no cure for it, it's a virus. And no matter what you do, you're going to catch it or be exposed to it or whatever the deal is. You can't stay inside forever. So all we know is at some point it's going to come back around and it's going to spike or it's going to do whatever. So you can't continue to stay inside because no matter what happens, once you come back outside, you're going to get it. We saw that, right? Supposedly, at least that's what the numbers are that they want you to see. The minute everybody starts getting together again, the numbers spike. Well, guess what? It's going to spike. The second we all walk back outside again, there's no way around that. Yeah. Well, the problem though is that it overruns the hospitals and I have friends that are nurses and, um, and on the medical side that are telling me like directly from their mouth um, that they are just, you know, seeing horror stories and bad side and um, not making it up, not exaggerating. It's just not a good scene on their side. And I think that's really what the whole stay indoors and wear a mask is really about is trying to mitigate the overrun of hospitals because then if they start getting sick, then we're really screwed and there's no no help for anybody that does get sick. So in theory, I agree with that. And I have a lot of friends that are in hospitals and things like that. And, then, you know, I'd even say they're the smarter people than the nurses, or at least supposedly that's what all their documents say. Right <laughs> now, the issue I now the issue that I have with that is they're saying don't overrun the hospitals. Well, the problem is every time we let people back out, you're going to overrun the hospitals. The sad and scary part of what's going on is it's bad, mm-hmm. period. There's no way around it. And what everybody's wanting to do right now is throw a warm blanket on themselves and make it feel like, okay, if I put a mask on and I stay inside, we're going to be able to avoid this. The truth of the matter is you can't avoid it. And that's basically what the latest research has, shed, has, has shown, right? Is that the minute you go back outside, there's no herd immunization, which essentially means a vaccine is not going to work. Look at the flu shot right? There's a reason why there's a new flu shot every single you know year and it doesn't really work, right? So every time you come back outside, you're going to end up having these issues. So the truth of the matter is we just need to buck up and handle it head on. I mean, I, I don't know another way to do it, right? The death rate is a whole lot less than what it has ever been just because you're starting to get the proper numbers in about people that have you know actually been exposed to it, been positive, or getting tested for it, all those other kind of things. I get that. 
but it's deep, it's dark, it's scary, but we can't stay inside and hide. And that's what people are asking us to do right now. And I think there are people, you know, I know, you know, your guys' situation mentioned it last, last, uh, last meeting. Dude, I'm all about that. Mm -hmm. It makes perfect sense. And that's exactly what you guys should do. And that's exactly how it should work. But you can't shut down everybody else because it's just showing it just delays it. And it's going to spike again. And you're going to overrun the hospital again. Because even if we do this for three months, they're saying the immunity only lasts for three months right now. God knows they probably don't know what they're talking about still, right? We're going to figure out something else later on. But then another three months, you're going to have an overrun again. And you're going to hear the nurses and everybody else at this point telling us, oh my God, we're overrun, we're overworked. I think that's totally true. But you can't stop that. Well, I, I don't want to go back and forth because we just don't agree on this. Let's go back and forth. It's fun. No, I respect your position. It's okay. I don't have a problem with that. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. Your opinion's yours and my opinion's mine. Yeah. Neither one is necessarily fact. And I think we're learning that right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I can tell you this. We've tried the stay at home thing for quite some time. But no, the, the thing, though, is that people have not been doing that. People have not been wearing masks uh, largely there's there's still huge populations that refuse to wear a mask and refuse to stay at home so you can't say that we've actually tried it so that's that's the only contention that i have is that it hasn't actually been actually tried so i i don't think 100 percent of the people in the entire world have decided to stay at home i agree with you but i also think there's a lot of people that have because i'm seeing the numbers from unemployment and everything else that goes along with that the way that we're paying these people in a business manner to not go back to work and do all those other kind of things so i think we have retarded a whole lot of that like a large portion of it so i don't think it's extreme necessarily one way or the other but there's been a ton of people that have heated that that have listened to it and are sitting here defaming other people that decide not to do it. So we're seeing that too, right? Mm -hmm. So at the same point, it hasn't been 100 one way, it hasn't been 100 the other way, and it's never going to be. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think we can all agree on that because you have people that are dumb, headstrong, or just have strong beliefs like myself. Mm -hmm. um, and like I said, I, I give you all those options because anybody can pick whatever side they want. Um, but it doesn't, it hasn't worked. And, and I don't think going back and pulling it back 100% is going to work either. And plus, I also don't think that's ever going to happen. So that's a long shot that nobody should really be banking on, just statistically. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, I have a hard time resigning to the, to just allowing people to just die. So, <laughs> and, and to get sick. So I don't know. It's, it's a tough thing, but, um, as like far as it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. It's deep. It's dark. It sucks. There's no way getting around that. And I wouldn't say somebody's cold hearted for doing that, obviously, because it's a little bit of my view. Mm -hmm. But I'm being told right now, there's nothing you can do about it. That's that's where I'm stuck. So it's either face the music and realize that this sucks and there's, you know, people are going to die. There's nothing we can do about that. But that's happened with a lot of epidemics and everything else that have happened along the world for years. Yeah, this is just but that we're handling it differently now. But that's not. <laughs> that's the only thing is that that it's not necessarily just saying that there's nothing that we can do. People are saying wear a mask, stay indoors. If we can push for if we would have been able to get everybody on board for six to eight weeks of that early on, like a lot of the other countries did, a lot of the other countries have tampered it out and for the most part completely or to where their economies are functioning nearly at 100 percent. Um, we have large population, large groups of our population in the United States that refuse to do it because they think we're infringing on people are infringing on their rights, um, which I don't necessarily agree with that uh, line of thinking because 
we're in a community. Each state, you know, we, we work together. We're the United States. So even though it's lower in one state and higher in another, we are all working together. We all can cross borders very easily. We have shipping that goes between states, um, travel all throughout the state. So we're all connected and we're globally connected. So as soon as we get out of the mindset of, you know, it's about me and just my rights and it more thinking about the community, I think we can start to make some moves forward. And the other side of that is, you know, I don't even want to get into this, but <laughs> no, I think, but I think, I think, I think, I think what you're saying is fair. Yeah, I do. I really do. I believe what you're saying is completely fair. And I, and I would not dispute that. The only thing that I have an issue with is people continue to think that everybody is going to do that and it is never going to happen. So, so while I would prefer to believe everybody's going to do that and maybe that will help, I'm going to say maybe, cause we don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe that would help. It's never going to happen because there are too many people that believe in what you just stated mm-hmm. is their situation. Right. And because of that, it's never going to happen. So instead of continuing to hope for that, we got to try something else. I mean, I just, cause it's just not going to happen. And it's, and it's kind of like, to me, it's a pie in the sky, hope and desire, which I don't think there's anything wrong with having that. But the reality of the fact is it's just not going to occur. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that to, to shoot down what other people want to see happen or believe they believe what should occur, because I don't necessarily disagree with that. Mm-hmm. And I think if everybody would have said, do it for six or eight months, six or eight weeks, 100%, you would have had a lot more, but there was a I- lot of questions about it and we didn't handle it right from that perspective, which I think is maybe what you said before. So that ability or that pipe dream now is long gone yeah never gonna happen that's the reality so i think we have to try something else that was a huge mistake that i said a long time ago it's like if you gave a timeline of even if you overshot it and said you know we need everybody to stay indoors for nine weeks nine weeks commit to that and then we'll be good or you know, there's a high chance we'll be good. I think people can wrap their brains around because they can see that limited amount of time and would have been able to manage as they need it, both mentally and physically. Um, but because the, the goalpost kept getting moved and was unclear, and Bingo. which is understandable because, you know, th- <laughs> this is the first time going through and we're only, what, seven months, not even seven months into it. Um, but... Yeah, definitely if there would have been some sort of timeline, um, I think people would have been able to wrap their heads around it a little bit easier. But Now let me throw another timeline at you just for fun. Yeah. And I'm going to need you to agree to me right now mm-hmm. that it will at least open your eyes that if and when somehow something clears up right around election time, <laughs> miraculously, you have to then at least look at me and say, okay, there might have been something else going on. You have to at least say that. It, you want to say it. You want to say it because you know it's true. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, th- and that doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand why scientists and I could. Th- I could see th- happen. <laughs> I could see the through line of media, maybe just to get ratings. They want to blow it out of proportion. Whatever. I, I have no. I can't connect why scientists would just lie just to. Uh, just I think, to, I think certain scientists are saying one thing. I think other scientists are saying another. None of them are on the exact same page, right? I think that I think we've seen that in a bunch of different studies. Uh, but I say I think the a large the larger community of scientists are in. They have some agreement. 
there are fringe scientists that say something else, but the community at large has a similar agreement on things. And what are they saying? That it's drastic and it's a problem and it's deadly? Yeah, I mean, th- I mean, we're still finding out things about it. <laughs> right, and that goes back to my same point. Yeah, It's drastic, it's deadly and whatever. So until we really know what's going on, you can't, let's use this, right? You're, you're a small business owner at the moment, right? I say small business owner at the moment because it's going to be massive at some point, right? That's the idea. You don't have any rents really to pay. You don't have any people to necessarily pay or do those types of things right now, right? So if you have somebody that's actually renting a building, you have somebody that literally just got property taxes on a building that they're being told they can't actually go provide business in, but yet the state is still taxing them on those things, Mm -hmm. you will not garner anybody's trust no matter what you do. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely impossible because at this point, you have now put people in dire straits and showed you can't take care of them. Mm -hmm. So from a state standpoint or a a situation of the state, if you will, not California or whatever, you have failed miserably. Mm -hmm. And you are not providing relief to those people. So there is no way in any form you are going to get anybody's trust back. And I just hope that people are realizing they can't rely on the government to do these types of things. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean go against them. Doesn't mean go get the pitchforks. That's not what I'm saying. I just need people to hopefully understand they need to open their eyes a little bit more and make decisions based on facts that you're providing and that you're talking about right now, mm-hmm. as opposed to going to social media and watching Fox news and watching CNN news and all the other kind of stuff and really doing some research for themselves and kind of sitting there for a second and saying, huh, why? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I would, I, if I can take anything from this whole thing, I just hope people do that. It's not to go down a deep, dark hole and it's not to get into conspiracy theory, but it's just for them to once again say, Hmm, maybe I should think of my own here for a short minute. Maybe that would have met, led to a lot more people to your point of saying, I can chill for six to eight weeks. Mm-hmm. If we all did this together and we all had enough common decency, maybe we could do that. And to be honest with you, I did too. Mm-hmm. The only thing I did different, we sent our whole office home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We did that. I didn't go anywhere. We didn't do those types of things, whatever it was. But you didn't get what you needed out of it from people to be able to continue to trust. Yeah. it. And as far as trust goes, things have just been completely thrown to the wind. It's um, our entire system has just been questioned and um and i I, don't, I really don't think that's healthy for a uh country and um in an organization an organization which the country basically is um once you can't once you quest once you put your basic framework into question everything just falls apart you mean civil war uh, no, I'm serious. I, I hope not, but no, I know, in, I know, I'm serious. But if you mind, look at it, yeah, I, I hated. Look, I hated history. Yeah, like yeah. in every, like I don't understand why I had to go through so many classes until now. Yeah, you know what I mean. And you start looking down what's going on and the different things that occurred, and you start paying attention to the different timelines of things before and you know disruption points and whatnot. You're looking at it going, okay. It, let's start defunding this. Let's start doing this. Let's start removing law. Let's start giving. You know what I mean. So again not trying to be conspiracy theorists because I am trying like hell not to go down that hole. And, and, I, but you got to look at some of it and go, man, no, 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 no. no. I got to correct this. Uh, Please do. Because one, people are not trying to get rid of law, um, not trying to get rid of the police, uh, what they're attempting to do. And we'll have this conversation later on as well, but, uh, and get in a little bit more, but what they are trying to do is shift the responsibility because, uh, like police don't necessarily need to 
go on all the calls that they do go on. The, the police should be to protect lives and and to protect and serve. Um, but I want you to continue down this path, and I want you to explain that because I actually agree with you. Yeah. The difference is that's not what's being pumped. That's not what people, a lot of people that have voice right now see it to be, and yeah. they're giving people the wrong message. People are and the because wrong. they're giving because they're giving people the wrong message. The wrong things are happening. Yeah. People were thrown by the name, def uh, the phrase defund police. Um, while it's eye-catching, it's probably a poor choice to call it to go that route um, because people read headlines nowadays and it just throws people for a loop. Um, More uh, reallocate funds yeah. for different things in different ways and all that kind of stuff. I agree. We are on workers. the same yeah. exact page. Yeah. But because of the power and who controls the media and does those types of things and come on, what they want us to be discussing and arguing and not paying attention to is creating a lot of disruption mm. and a lot of, I'm going to say uneducated people are grabbing this and making it the wrong way. Education does not come down to schooling. It does not come down to class and it comes down to experience and thought and all those other kind of things. Mm -hmm. So don't take it, you know, me saying uneducated is you don't have a Harvard law degree. <laughs> I don't either. You know what I mean? But the idea is you've got experience. You have been taught some of the ways of the world. You've had to live on your own and you've had to create. And that gives you experience and education in different ways than some people may have been exposed to at this point in their lives. So a lot of uneducated people that have followers and have the eyes of other individuals and stuff are trumpeting this in the wrong manner. Mm -hmm. And what I think is, is a fair assessment and wanting to change some things is being taken to the extreme wrong direction by a lot of people and has created in some hot spots, some very, very bad, 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 bad situations. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm very aware of everything you're mentioning and I hope it doesn't continue that way. So I hope somebody steps up and corrects some of this chaos. <laughs> so, um, I think we are. Let's oh, let's keep going, man. That's great. I'll skip the flight and everything. This is one of the best conversations yet. <laughs> main reason why. The main reason why, if I can, right? Yeah. And I really hope this for a lot of people. I am very strong with my opinions. Mm -hmm. Very, very strong in what I believe, but that doesn't make it fact. Yeah. And at the same point, I think you're very, very strong in what you believe, but that doesn't make it fact. But the reason why you and I can sit here, and I can't do this with a ton of people, but the reason why you and I can sit here is because I respect where you're coming from, and I believe you respect where I'm coming from. And it's not my way or your way or whatever it is. We want to actually go over the facts yeah. and, and try to create a positive scenario as opposed to just winning. Yeah. Like It's not like I'm right and you're wrong. If the minute you walk into a conversation in that manner, the whole thing's screwed. Yeah. So I think that's the biggest thing if I could ever ask for people at this point is like have an understanding of where people are coming from. Yeah. You know what I mean? And at least respect the fact that hopefully they've done the research. And if they don't challenge the research, mm -hmm. don't tell them they're a piece of challenge the research. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. So yeah. anyway. Yeah. Uh, it's a quote from, I think, white men can't jump. Sometimes when you win, you lose. <laughs> you just quote white man don't jump. White man can't jump. <laughs> white man can't jump. <laughs> I think that was Rosie Perez. <laughs> And this took a turn. Holy cow. All right. <laughs> On that note, we'll, uh, we'll call it for today and uh, check out our episode that came out uh, yesterday on Wednesday. Uh, construction, Evolution of Construction Part 2. All right. Talk to you on Tuesday. See ya. This show is part of the Gable Media Network. You can check out similar content at gablemedia.com. That's G-A-B-L-Media.com. 
you can help support what we're doing here by leaving a five-star rating and a review on your preferred podcasting app. It helps others find us, and your support is the only way that this show grows. And don't forget to connect with us through our Facebook community, Instagram, and see the random thoughts and articles that we share on Twitter and LinkedIn. Thank you again for spending some time with us. Talk soon. architecture firm owners and emerging leaders. Get ready for unparalleled insight into the development of a world-class architecture firm and a worldwide organization driving the digital transformation of the design and construction industry with Build Smart, the podcast that's changing how our profession operates. We share the incredible stories behind innovation in the building industry with my friend and co-host Patrick McLaney, FAIA former CEO of the international architecture firm, HOK. You know, Yamasaki's office or firm lasted during his lifetime. And when he passed away, I think that was the end of the Yamasaki office. Helmut did not want that. He wanted a firm that would live out and grow beyond the founders. In season one, discover the untold stories behind HOK's meteoric rise. From 150 employees in St. Louis to a powerhouse with over 1,900 staff members and 27 offices worldwide. You know, they weren't as polite as the Kojima people. That was just boom. And anytime you have a creditor, whether it's Kojima or the bank, that wants their money, unless you can raise money someplace else, you are out of business. Bankrupt. Bankrupt. And hold on tight for season two, where Patrick takes us on a new adventure as chairman of Building Smart International, shaping the future of digital transformation in the design, construction, and operation of built assets. Ian Howell, Ken Harold, and I, Ken was my technical representative from HOK. The three of us took a tour of Europe of five cities in five days. Very busy time. Simply follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Build Smart Now and uncover lessons that will transform you and your architecture firm.